What is happening, Sixers Nation? First off, thank you so much for joining back in. It's been a couple of days since we talked Sixers. If you weren't aware, we did uh, just go through COVID. Yes, the Omarion variant is very, very real, but we're blessed and happy to be back. Talking about some Philadelphia 76ers, we obviously missed the Brooklyn Nets game, but my God, what an absolute performance we saw up in the BK. That's the performance you want to see. Uh, well, you know, since then, we, we dealt with some COVID situations, and uh, we were playing the Houston Rockets here tonight, and, and a, a nice performance. Sixers winning 133 to 113, and this is why I love and hate Philadelphia. We are such a passionate, I say the word intelligently, lightly, loosely. This is the, I feel like this is the only market where a team can blow out another team and the fans can still be upset over the win. You love it and you hate it, but if there's a reason why Sixers fans and Philly sports fans are the way they are. We'll talk about the Sixers victory tonight over the Houston Rockets, the good, the bad, the ugly of tonight's win. Before we dive into it, ladies and gentlemen, please, if you're watching this, make sure you guys hit that like button so we can push to the Philly YouTube channel as well as DSME's YouTube channel. And make sure you guys subscribe. We talk Philly sports all the damn time on both of these channels. So make sure you guys join on in the fan. You guys subscribe. And TikTok, what's happening? We got TikTok in the building. TikTok, make sure you guys keep tapping that screen of yours. Make sure you keep hitting that like button. And if you guys are a fan of Philly sports or you know, fan of the NBA, the NFL, the NHL, the MLB, or the MLS. Make sure you guys follow. We talk Philly sports predominantly here, but we are a welcoming community. So join on in and make sure you guys hit that follow button. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. Love you, TikTok. But let's get into it today, guys. So obviously beforehand, the news at no other than one Mr. Benjamin Simmons, which we'll get to at the end of this recap. The Sixers suffered yet again another COVID scare. Tyrese Maxey and um, Matisse Thibault got implemented into the COVID protocol. Uh, Obviously, Maxi big blow. He coming off a fantastic game against Brooklyn on Saturday night. The Matisse-Thibel one was a very, was very interesting and very suspicious because if I was not mistaken, earlier in the year when we went through our COVID scare, Matisse-Thibel was already in that list. And for him to get back on here is very, very concerning. Um, but we are without Matisse-Thibel for the time being and Tyrese Maxi. Now we're not going to go out and sign Andre Miller. And if you remember Andre Miller, Miller, kudos to you, my Sixers fans, my pre- Doug Collins, Sixers fans, those were some good times, man. If you guys don't know who Andre Miller is, please Google something. Please, please Google something. But um, So we're already missing two key pieces. Uh, we're facing off against the Houston Rockets team, which let's be quite honest here. It is a team that is rebuilding. They are uh, recovering from the James Harden era of Rockets basketball. And in tonight, uh, the Houston Rockets would be without two key pieces. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr., uh, kid that the uh James Harden deal they were got in return a return from I believe they got him from Cleveland if I'm not mistaken nice solid piece that they've been trying to build around in a young nucleus and they were also without process legend himself Christian Wood the guy that Brett Brown never ever wanted to play we were going to try to see him here tonight against Houston but Houston's going through a little bit of a culture chemistry issues you got guys talking back to what's his name kevin silas the coach uh down in houston which is very interesting i thought he was the guy that was very well liked throughout the league and for to hear that type of story coming out of houston i was quite honestly really shocked but it is what it is but houston right now are in dead place in the western conference no nba i do not want to do my 
yet. So I'm going to be voting all Sixers players. But it looks like they are the third worst team in the NBA currently right now with Detroit. Detroit and Orlando don't even have 10 wins, which is crazy right now. But this was a this was truly a bad team. This was a tanking team. So you would anticipate going into this game that the Sixers would blow them out. Now, the way this game would start, the Sixers got into a nice little lead in the first quarter. You saw the Houston Rockets go on a 2-0 run. Go figure. And the Sixers would control the game for most of the first half. But then near the end of the first half, Sixers with some sloppy play would open Rockets and make a little bit of and dare I say, would go into this to halftime with a one-point lead. And at that moment, you could only imagine how Sixers, Sixers Nation, Sixers social media would react. Oh, fire Doc. Well, obviously Doc's not back yet, but you got to trade the whole team. This team is trash. We can't even beat the Houston Rockets, yada, yada, yada. Listen, obviously we want to blow away the Houston Rockets bright and early. I agree with you, but this is the NBA. This is a game-to-game. 82 game season and if you guys were fans during those process years suffering like myself that was not fun but there was times when the Sixers were going up on good teams if you look back at those days they gave the Golden State Warriors a run for their money every single time they would play they would lose they would blow the lead in the fourth quarter but you can't just think that you're going up against a 10-win team and think that you're gonna blow them out right from the jump no it's why you play four quarters the concerning part is the amount of points that they allowed the Houston Rockets to score tonight without a lot of key players, especially the fact that you allowed 63 points to the Houston Rockets in the first half. That is very, very concerning. We've talked about this defense overall by the Philadelphia 76ers, and it, it is a bit of a concern. The perimeter defense has been an issue uh, overall throughout the entire season, and obviously when you don't have Matisse Thybul and dare I say yes, Ben Simmons, that is definitely a, a bit of a concern overall. But t- tonight, uh, overall, th- th- they did shoot okay in the first half. Second half um, and o- t- the entire game, they shot 30, 34% from the three-point line, only 41% from the field. So not, in ter- not entirely too terrible, right? So did a better job here, but I felt like Overall, the play was sloppy for the Sixers for most of it. I mean, you had 12 turnovers. That was one more than what the Houston Rockets had. You should not be having more turnovers than the Houston Rockets. Let's let's, let's face it. Houston Rockets are a 10-win team for a reason. You got to be cleaner with that. You just flat out have to be cleaner with that. But overall, and especially in the second half, the second half was the, really this this the Sixers team that you want to see. They played much better. They pulled away with it. They had a, a huge contributing factor uh, overall from these guys. Um, but it, it, that's why you play two halves, like I said, guys. So let's look at some of these players here that contribute. Obviously, we got to start with Joel Hans and Bede, who did play only 29 minutes. And once the secured, that's when uh, that's when Dan Burke started putting him away to the side and allowing some other guys to kind of step in there and uh, and, and 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 make their mark. But Joel and Bede tonight would only play 29 minutes, almost 30, had 31 points. And yes, he did have himself a triple-double with 15 boards and 10 assists. Um, listen, Joel in the first half, there was some nice moves. The first step for Joel, it is so clean. It's crazy how a big man, dude, we're talking over, what, like 7'2", almost north of 250. The way this man moves on the court, I know like we've seen him for long enough, but it's just so remarkable the way he moves. 
And what you saw on Saturday, I know we didn't get a chance to talk about Saturday night, but what you saw on Saturday night, when you get the spacing around Joel Hans and Bede, you see what he can do. And you see why we need to put the right pieces around it. Because if you put the spacing around Joel and Bede, this team is so much more dangerous. You got the best center in the game. Yes. Kudos to Joel Embiid. Um, it was a great performance by him. Uh, let's move. Let's let's get to something a little more positive, shall we? Furkan Korkmaz got the start tonight. They put Seth Curry at the one. Started Furkan Korkmaz at the two with Tyrese Maxey going through his COVID protocol. Furky stepped up for a season high twenty four points. Shouts to Furkan Korkmaz. It was the aggressive Furky, the confident Furky, the energetic Furky that we know and love, and what we want to see consistently. And talked about this, you know, we literally, you know, two weeks ago, we were just talking about the cold Hurricane Korkmaz was going. You're seeing him starting to get more consistent, him starting to gain some confidence. And this is what we love, but we all know maybe about a week or two, he's going to go back to his cold spell. But for right now, embrace it. Enjoy it. It's kind of like we talk about the Eagles playoffs, right? This is what we have right now. Let's embrace it. Let's enjoy it. We were two and five to start the year. Same thing with Furkan Korkmaz. Enjoy it, man. But he was he was on fire. He had that confidence, and it was great to see. Um, well, let's get to some positives and starting line before I get to the negatives. South Curry with 15 points, a quiet game. Started off really slow. Uh, he got his shots here and there when it was coming to him. Six of 13 from the field, three of eight from the three-point line. Uh, Danny Green tonight got up. I'm so glad he didn't have that huge throw. Actually, I do want to see him with the huge throw. I want to see the, the coffee black. Uh, Afro out there. If you guys saw it on social media, that was a great clip. I wish I could show you. Not get a chance to put it up, but that was great. But he good. It was good seeing him back out there, getting his legs under him from COVID. Six points tonight. Two of three from the field. Two of three from the three. That's all he did. Was shooting threes here tonight. Um, that's Danny Green. That's what you're gonna get from him, and uh, you're gonna get a, a one block. You got one good defensive play from from Danny Green. Uh, Danny Green here tonight. Uh, the real story, though, tonight was what you got off the bench. Now, it wasn't George's Niang, Nick Milton. It was Isaiah Joe. Isaiah Joe stepping up big here. Hey, finally, the performance I wanted from Isaiah Joe. This dude coming into the season, I was so hyped up. I was hyping up the Isaiah Joe train. This dude's going to come off the bench. He's going to be the sixth man of the year. It hasn't really turned out to be that way. But tonight in 21 minutes, he had 18 points, six of nine from the field, five of eight from a three-point line. And could this be what Isaiah Joe needs to get the ball rolling, get warmed up so we can finally get another piece that can help us off the bench? I really hope so. And I'm knocking on wood as hard as I can, but we'll see. But tonight, and again, Houston Rockets, but this is definitely what you want to see from a youngster. I want to see that. George Niang, eight points tonight, so not really, but you know he's 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 been doing his thing in the past couple of games in this three-game winning streak as well as Shake Milton. Uh, tonight he got he, he had a nasty fall in the third quarter he was holding his back he did not come back into the game concerned about that we'll see what the report is and see if he comes back for Wednesday night's game but definitely scary that little tumble that he had um in the uh third quarter but oh, we got to get to the negatives guys and I know you guys want to spew your towards this man and I can't really blame you here tonight but Tobias Harris Tobias Harris, 14 points tonight, 6 of 15 from the field. That's good enough for 40% and 0 from 3 from a 3-point line. There's no more excuses for Tobias Harris. 
Now, I've talked about this before. To me, this is definitely upsetting, but I'm going to reserve judgment until the playoffs because I saw last year where Tobias Harris at this point of the season was looking like a borderline all-star. And then we saw him step up big in the Washington series and then churn out flat in the Atlanta series. So I'm res- I'm going to reserve my judgment until the playoffs because that's really what it that's what it matters most. This this game against the Houston Rockets really doesn't mean shit. Um, but it is it is disappointing. These past couple games, and although this is now our fourth straight win, couple games it really has hiring whatsoever. I mean, he gets broken points, and then we had the uh, was the Raptors game where he has. No- a, 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 a BS 19 points where he goes to the line 12, 13 times where he made his, his points there. Tobias, and it's not a, like a skit he's going on. He's had like a rough year overall. Like this has been a consistent thing. Like his points per game has dropped now to 18 points a game. See, every now and then he'll get you that 20 point game. But when you dissect it more, when you look more into it, right, you guys want him to be the second leading scorer. And I get that. When you're making a, when you get a $180 million contract, that's kind of what you anticipate. The contract is not what he is. At best, and we talked about this countless times, he's a third best option. And my hope is he could be Chris Middleton in the playoffs, but he's not doing any favors to me or self or to any of us. Cause at the end of the day, despite what you think of, Ty- of Tobias Harris, we are Sixers fans and we have a lot of money tied into Tobias Harris. We need him to perform when the time comes. But this is so disappointing. This really is. It's, and it's not because obviously you, you destroyed the Houston Rockets. So the, the hindsight of tonight, it doesn't matter, but we need more from Tobias Harris. We, we just need, and I don't know if it's a mental thing. Uh, I mean, to Joel Embiid after the game today, he's talking about how he's still not fully recovered from COVID. Tobias Harris, I don't know if he's fully recovered from COVID, but this is atrocious. This is absolutely bad. This is terrible. We need more from Tobias Harris, man. And, and, and I think more so what I need from him, it's not so, like the stats, like you guys know me, I could give a fuck about stats, but like I always go back to that Knicks game last year at home because that's the Tobias I need. When I see Tobias Harris pissed off because he didn't make the all-star game and he's got Julius Randle in town because he made the all-star game and he's playing with emotion and, and, and anger. And I saw a Tobias Harris with confidence. Like dare I say it, it, it was very Mamba-like. I haven't seen that from Tobias Harris since that period of time last year. And obviously, Doc is not here right now because of COVID. But I don't know what we can do to get that out of Tobias again. I just don't know. Is it because Ben's not here? Like, I don't want to think that. Because I, I, I do think that Tobias can create his own shot. Like, he, he has some drive game. He has a mid-range game as well. Now, obviously, Ben can create a lot for others. We all know that. But, man, Tobias has to snap out of this. He's got to get out of this. It, it just flat out has to happen. And I don't know what we... It is very, very frustrating. As far as the Rockets go, no one really killed us. Garrison Matthews had his 23 points here tonight. Um, so, I mean, they have some solid wing pieces. And I, it really gets me thinking. It gets my juices going. How, when, like... Oof, 
some of these players. That'd be awesome. Awesome. Some space off the bench. Uh, Eric Gordon had, had some nice moments in the first half. Uh, but Garrison Matthews and, and either Garrison or Eric Gordon. You know, Daryl, just give him a call. See what it takes. Just uh, just a little a little phone call. A little inquiry doesn't hurt anyone. All right. But uh, I, I mean, overall, I mean, you were able to win this game because you do have more talent when you have a Joel Embiid, when you have Furkan Korkmaz and, and Isaiah Joe stepping up big here tonight the way they did. You're able to pull away from a Houston Rockets team. Um, and by the way, Houston was bad from the free throw line. I mean, 72% isn't terrible, but that's also not good either. <laughs> so that was that was definitely a very interesting to see as well. And Houston, again, another team that got on the Sixers in the fast break points. That's that cannot happen. And a lot of that was in the first half, but that's got to get approved upon. Like we talked about, you got to play cleaner, especially to the Houston Rockets. The turnovers unacceptable which leads to those fast break points. So that's all stuff that we got to clean up. So look, it's, it, it is a 20 point win and we'll take that for sure. But things definitely need to get cleaned up with the Sixers team. And it's going to be tough without a Matisse Thibel who's leading the way defensively. Like, you know, everyone likes to bring up the Golden State Warriors game. You don't have a Matisse Thibel to say, Hey, lock down this lockdown, Steph Curry, and you're good. Right. So, and obviously Tyrese Maxey, Oh, very nicely so far in 2021, 2022, uh, in his role the, as the point guard. But it is, uh, uh, it, it's it's going to be tough. It's guys going to do what happens with Shake Millen as well. But um, you got the dub. You got the dub, no matter how you got it. Um, we'll we'll get to Sims, but I want to get to your guys' comments about and thoughts about this game here. Uh, we'll start off with TikTok today. What's happening, TikTok? You guys got any comments over the Sixers? If you guys have any thoughts, and if you want to talk some NBA, I'll answer some NBA questions as well, but we're keeping it NBA and Sixers related. What's up, Luke? Lucas Kraken's in the building. What's happening? Hey, hey. What's happening? After is letting us know, Joel triple-double. Trip might hit a triple-double. Hey, it is what it is, but we got the dub. That's more important, right, guys? We got the dub, man. Uh, awesome stuff. What's up, says Syrups? What's happening? I do not know what the that the sweaty meal is but uh what's happening to you brother what's going on go sixers go sixers that's right what's happening bt what's happening cd's checking on in oh thank you so much for the gift cd i appreciate that go sixers what's what's happening man what's happening dub nation we got that dub baby we got that dub what's happening kale i appreciate you checking on in but we're we gonna keep it uh we gonna keep it uh basketball related here tonight guys uh, Hale Wolverine, $180 million Tobias Harris. Yeah. <laughs> you, you love reminding me, huh? You love reminding me. It's $100 million, man. Uh, you see why we didn't want him in Detroit. You guys, wait. I mean, you got Blake Griffin out of it. That wasn't a terrible haul for that. You know, it wasn't working out in, in Detroit. And listen, everywhere he's gone, he's improved. You know, Doc got the most out of him. And obviously, uh, He's got the most of him again here in Philly, but it is what it is, man. Brittany, man, God bless. That's all I'm going to say to you. God bless, man. We're, we're talking to a community, talking to a lot of communities here. But God bless and go Sixers. What's happening? What's up, YouTube? What's happening? We got Scotty in the building. What's going on? What's happening, baby? Maddie in the building. Dubs. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> Skyline. Kevin Porter Jr.'s got similar issues to Antonio Brown. Well, at least Kevin Porter Jr. Uh, didn't strip down 
and uh, I guess one baseline as he's going into the locker room, stripping down and throwing peace signs and all that good stuff. And AB's crazy, man. AB's. I heard AB's actually at the Grizzlies Nets game. Absolutely wild as well. Absolutely wild. Ryan Rose in the building checking on in. What's up, Ryan? What's happening, baby? What's going on? Uh, Ryan letting us know Matisse Thibault probably has to be has to be in the lineup to get enough groove and played a better basketball. Um, I don't know if you're what you're referring to. Obviously, Matisse can't play right now. He's in COVID protocol, but I've seen uh, more activity on the offensive glass. That's what I'll say when it comes to Matisse Thibault. And we'll see what happens when he comes back. Let's go. What's up, Snow? What's happening, baby? What's going on? Uh, Furkan Korkmaz and Isaiah Joe got a good amount of energy, and he can contribute from taking shots from downtown and to the floor. Yo, Isaiah Joe took a shot, and, sh and I'm taking this from my boy Dylan. Isaiah Joe took a shot from Veterans Stadium, obviously now the parking lot of Citizens Bank Park, and that was that was really nice. He had the confidence going, and that's what we've been waiting for for a long time here, uh, and I love it. Hopefully, we can continue. Hopefully, we can continue this going. Uh, Ryan Rowe, Tobias Harris didn't have a great defense, and he was defending the paint uh, effort to reach his potential. Uh, I mean, I, I honestly, I'll be honest with you, didn't watch too much of his defensive game here tonight. I mean, the offense is really what's concerning me right now because we need his contributions. And the thing is, we've seen him contribute on the offensive side. We've seen him average over 20 points a game, and it's just not right here. We don't know why. We just want it back. We need it back. Let's go Sixers. Bring the bring the Sonics back, Ryan. You know what, my man, this right here, I appreciate you, Ryan. Thank you so much for joining the family, man. Go Sixers, brother. We're here for you, man. We're here for you, uh, Chase. We're gonna keep it. Uh, we're gonna keep it Sixers and basketball related. So, uh, what's happening, guys? What's happening? Uh, uh, Phillies. Yeah. So we stream all Philly sports. We talk Eagles, Sixers, Phillies, Flyers, and Union. Right now, we're talking Sixers as they beat the Houston Rockets here tonight, 133 to 113. But, but hey, listen, guys, we once we talk about it, we talk about it all. So don't don't miss these. That's why you guys got to make sure to follow and hop on in when you can. I much love, much love. I appreciate it. Uh, King O'Kane, can you name an NBA player for edit? Can we get Tyrese Maxey, my dude? Can we get Tyrese some Tyrese Maxey love? He's getting a lot of love here in Philadelphia these days. Let's see. Let's see what you got, man. Let's see what you got. All right, let's move on to the other set of news here with the Philadelphia 76ers. So, Ben Simmons. We got Ben Simmons talk, guys. You guys excited? Get excited. Ben Simmons talk. Ah, I get it. I get it. No one's talking about Ben Simmons. But besides the fact that Ben Simmons over the holiday break, you know, where a lot of us are thinking, wow, Ben Simmons, you see us going through all this COVID situation. Could he be getting that gumption, that, that inspiration to come back and play? Well, guess what Ben Simmons did? He got engaged. My man's getting married. To Maya Hama. It's going to be Maya Simmons. I don't think she's going to change her last name because she's a big team in England. Engaged. We'll see how long this marriage lasts. We all know celebrities go. He's getting engaged. Other than where Ben Simmons was actually in Wells Fargo Center here tonight, which obviously got Sixers fans' juices going. Is he playing tonight? Is he coming back soon? I'll be quite honest with you guys. I don't think Ben is ever 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 going to come back and play for the philadelphia 76ers that's just my honest opinion i would love to be wrong i would love for ben simmons to just been saying himself like i want to play it doesn't matter what team it is i want to play basketball because i love basketball and i and i want to prove what i have and, and he just doesn't he, he just he just flat out doesn't 
Uh, and we'll see what this means here. I'm I'm sure Daryl Morey's active and constantly answering those phone calls or making phone calls, trying to figure out ways to get Ben Simmons out of here. He's got to see what's going on on the basketball court. He's got to see that we can improve upon, and we need more spacing around Joel Embiid. More importantly, we need some serious good depth here as well. I mean, you saw what the Bucs did last year. You saw the depth that team had besides Giannis Antetokounmpo going off. And that's the point. Like, I do think Joel Embiid can tap into that type of skill. But it, it, we just need pieces around him. So, I mean, obviously, if you guys make sure to follow me. Make sure you follow on Twitter and on Instagram as well. On Instagram, Oyen Philly Sports. On, on Twitter, Philly. And, of course, TikTok. I always keep you guys posted. You guys know that. But we'll see what happens with this news, man. But it is... I mean, the thing is, we did see a couple months ago, Ben Simmons was in the Wells Fargo Center taking shots before the game, right? We already saw that, but now he was in the building. We don't know what he was doing exactly. He was probably just, you know, watching the game, diligence, checking on in. I don't know. I'm assuming he's still getting fined for missing games. I don't know exactly. We haven't had a report on that either. I would like I, Next press conference, I would like someone maybe keith pompey maybe maybe not keith because keith's probably in the doghouse now after that question from the other week which he got a lot of love for after the raptors game which he actually he had every right to ask that by the but uh someone needs to find out what like what's going on what's happening what's going on okay okay and i already answered you oh you want more okay i got you so you want nfl too i already gave you tyrese maxi um can we get jalen hurts hurts season hurts season uh, a Horgan O2, we don't want him anyway. I get it. Listen, I get it. I hate him too. He's, he's really left a sour taste in my mouth. But the fact is, the dude's locked up to a lot of money. He does have value, despite what some people like to say about Ben Simmons. And we got to play it smart. You know, we, we have to play it smart because right now we have a lot of money tied up into him and he does still have some value. So we need to try to get value out of him and AKA get a good return that can help this team. But I'm with you, brother. I'm with you. I could care less about him either. Uh, Ryan, I met I met Matisse Thiebel sometimes struggles. That doesn't mean he can be able to do the lineup of the whole quarter. Ah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and, and Ryan, it's it's he does struggle on the offensive glass. Um, <coughs> excuse me. But I, I think it's more so it, just keeping it simple. Like, I think for him, best case scenario, he's just becoming a three and D guy, but He's got that speed and he, he's got that instinct to you go for those slashes, go for the slashes to, to the board. And I'm, I'm blanking on what game it was, but there was one game where he was active and he was constantly making those runs to the net. He got a couple alley-oops and a couple nice little passes from those slashes. And that's the type of stuff, that's simple stuff that he can implement and he can uh, prove upon. And that can really help his offensive game, man. I, 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 I love Matisse. I, I, my thing is I think you guys, you guys love to kill Tobias Harris, but you don't hold Matisse the thought accountable either because i get it Matisse is a great dude how can you hate matisse thibel i don't hate matisse thibel i see that kid and i see that smile and i'm like man everything's gonna be great you watch those vlogs you're you're just living vicarious all freaking hunky dory but we need to hold him accountable especially on the offensive side you know there's times where he does have to start because that defense is very valuable and that is very granted but you got to also help out on the offensive side and i think as we're now what's we're in your Desiable, we can start expecting that type of stuff from him, man. Um, that's a good question. Who was calling the game TV with Tom McGinnis today? Was an Ali? Yes. So it was Ted. It was actually Mark Jackson who usually does the pre, half, and post game show. From my understanding, 
Allah and Kate Scott are going through COVID protocol right now. And so right now, that's why you had Tom McGinnis in there with uh, Mark Jackson. I believe Brian Seltzer hops on on the radio. That's why you had um, Tom McGinnis with Mark Jackson. But I was—I don't think it was terrible. I don't—I don't mind Mark Jackson. I, th- I think he's a good dude, and I think he need—he knows his stuff. Obviously, he definitely knows his stuff. All right, guys, that's going to do it for here to me for me today. Again, the Sixers find a way to get the dub. A twenty pin here, not the prettiest, but it's a good second half, and they went get the win one thirty three to one. We we'll back at it tomorrow. Late one. Well, I mean, she. Were, uh, we'll see if we could stay up for that one. But not late one. These West Coast trips are freaking killing me for both the Sixers and the Flyers. Uh, but the Flyers tomorrow night will be back at it against the Anaheim, not the Mighty Ducks, but the Ducks. They'll be playing. Uh, keep an keep an eye on that. And I'll keep you posted as well. There was no practice for the Ducks today, so very concerning. We'll see what that's all about. But uh, make sure you guys hit the like button and subscribe. I would truly. Of course, if you guys don't care to watch it and if you guys want to listen to it later while you're doing homework, studying, working out, whatever you do, we do upload all these on on a, po- on a pod- podcast platform. You can find it wherever you stream podcasts from Apple, Google, and Spotify under Oin Philly Sports. We post all the recaps and all our, all our talks on there as well. So make sure you guys subscribe to that and check that out. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of El Parcero Philly, and I'm telling you guys, trust the damn process. I'll talk to you guys soon. Mm-hmm.